It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Proving that the text line can give us big contributions, Foyer. The 774 text into 37937. The kid getting donked on the head in the home run derby needs to be on the cover of your book, Your Kid Sucks. That's that's pretty Why good. Why your kid sucks. Why your kid Not sucks. Not your kid Either sucks. Way. You can't just tell you'd be like a jerk. What you're really doing is providing real, you know, uh, you know, teaching experiences. Like you got to educate them. There was one a couple years ago, and they showed it on TV of him getting helped off by like two other people. Oh man! Like, there was this kid that got drilled, and he was helped off. Oh man! Luckily, they didn't have to go to the stretcher. You know, like uh, wheeling him out of the ring or something like, a like that. Or on European WWE soccer player, or European, or Paul Pierce in a uh, playoff series, because he allegedly might have dutied. But another story for another time. Uh, I want you to hear this from Shohei Otani. Now, I know that Coop has this video, and when when I told Coop of the video that I saw on Twitter of the crowd of people that were surrounding Shohei Otani yesterday, Fourier, Coop right away goes, yeah, he's like, it was the same last year. He's like, I might even have a photo of it. So this guy, Shohei Otani, has become the biggest story in baseball I do believe that was last year that Coop has up right now. I do believe. Because the one uh, yesterday was, I think it was in the ballpark. But just look at, and look, there's the one yesterday in the ballpark. Foyer, mm. look at that. Wow, that's like Brady at the media day. You know what? Media that's a great pull. It really is. That's like Super Bowl media yeah. day type stuff. What is it? Is anybody around anybody else? Like, is he the only? Because he was only out there 30 yeah. minutes. If you, uh, you know what? When it looked to the right, there oh, are yeah, other yeah, players yeah. Okay. that are there. There's somebody the next one down that's got a pretty decent crowd. But and it's and and it's not just the Japanese reporter contingent for those who might think that yeah well yeah the Japanese guys and baseball's big in Japan no, no 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 this is everybody wanting to talk to this dude and one of the things that Otani was asked about was his future so we have left this all together in context so you can hear Otani answer and then the interpreter interpreting. Yeah, those strong, feelings get stronger year by year. Um, it sucks to lose. He wants to win, so yeah, it gets stronger every year. 
He wants to win. Does Shohei Otani foyer? You know what that is, right? What's that? Whoa, that's, what? the, that's the built-in excuse for why he had to leave and didn't want to. But, you know, because thank God the Angels took a chance on him and discovered him. And that was his first team. But, you know what, God, God dang it, I want to win, guys. And I, don't, I feel like I paid my dues. I don't think that is it at all, quite honestly. What do you think it is? Because if Shohei Otani, if there's one thing Shohei Otani can do, he can stand there and say, yeah, I more than did my part for this franchise. Like, no, he's that's, too. He's uh, here's no, he's, he's super he's, humble. But no, that's my point. But, so he has, he knows. But he's done to me his part. I think this is the, this is in a way a crowning achievement because of what it means culturally in Japan as well. Shohei Otani is going to break every contractual or yearly salary record once he hits free agency next year. When you've got people like Sam Kennedy on opening day on the Greg Hill Show or um, Tom Werner with us on opening day, and they're mentioning Babe Ruth and Shohei Otani in the same sentence, this is the kind of level of player that at least in free agency we're talking about. I don't know if seven years down the road he's going to be the same guy, but right now in this moment – Shohei Otani and Babe Ruth are, you know, kind of attached at the hip in a way, except there was no free agency back then. You can get paid in hot dogs and beer. Now that ain't the case. But doesn't Shohei Otani fix so much for the Red Sox? I was thinking of this last night. Let's just say the Red Sox finish a couple games over 500, right? Say they're an 85-win team. And they're flirting with a playoff spot right to the end. How much better does Otani make them? Isn't Otani five games better? Does he make you six games better? And when you add that up with all of the youth that is here, I mean, think of this. If you really want to go down this road and think about where it would put you, uh, where it would put you lineup wise. So you would have Yoshida, Devers, Story, Casas for what it's worth. He's yep. one of those guys. And if you keep Verdugo and then you have Otani, now it feels like you have a real lineup. And, yes, it is taking the risk of paying a guy a ton of money to try to hit 30 bombs and give you 13 wins or something like that. But they need a starter. They need a hitter. They need a guy who can play in the outfield. If Manny Ramirez can be imported from Cleveland and they say, go play left field and he can figure it out, so can Otani as well if you want to put him in the outfield and not have him as a DH. And if you're, say you're, again, an 85-win team, an 84-win team, doesn't he push you to 90, 91 wins? And you've got youth coming up in the organization? Feels like this is a perfect match well, if the Red I mean, Sox want it to be. Okay. Uh, I think every team wants it to be. And I think uh, when you look at uh, will he make your team better? There's no question. Great. Um, and what by is the that way, even, and what it's does, twofold. He wh- makes your team more popular. Of course. But he also legitimately makes you better. Yeah. Um, I agree with both those because the international money and the international eyeballs and the revenue – that you can create just having him on your team, I think will eventually, worst-case scenario, you break even. Let's just call it that. Because I feel like the amount of money that he's going to, you know, demand 
is something no sport has ever seen. No sport, and the, the closest thing you can get to a Shohei Otani, okay, is a Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders type of situation. The Before guy there plays, were rules in place. But I mean, this is the this, but this is a guy playing two sports. Now the equivalent would be Bo Jackson playing running back. Uh, and linebacker, or Deion Sanders playing uh, cornerback and wide receivers, which they tried to have him do, but it was like gimmicky stuff with the, with the Dallas Cowboys. He wasn't a full-time anything. This guy literally contributes on uh, in, in all levels, in all areas, at a high level. So, But the money that he is going to demand is so unbelievably outrageous. There's only a couple teams or a couple owners that would actually, one, have the appetite for it and the funds to back it up. But here's the thing with me with Otani with the Red Sox, is that if you look where there are massive holes, it's what Otani can fix. You know, texters are jumping in at 37937. Oh, the Red Sox will be better with a great player. Boy, what a hot take. No, 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 no. You're missing the point. This is... The only thing you need to do in free agency and bringing people from outside the organization, because I'm looking next year, you have a million arbitration eligible guys. So you figure that on the whole, unless there is a real divide between the player and the Red Sox, if they're arbitration eligible, they at least control the player's ability to come back, which makes life a lot easier. But like as a real free agent, Kike Hernandez would be a real free agent. Do we need that guy back? Do we even want that guy back? Not at $10 million. You know, you've got some decisions to make on others. But the point is, is that instead of going and buying this guy in free agency as a starter and this guy to come in and be another outfielder or whatever, make one big purchase on the guy that fills the overwhelming majority of the holes that you have and then everything else can fall into place. Of course, every team would love Otani, but how many teams do you look at like the Red Sox and say, oh, my God, this guy has played the outfield. He is a DH. He is a starter and has embraced the work that goes into being that good. Because to me, that's the other thing, Christian. I'm sure you've been around a lot of guys who are supremely talented and just don't get it. Don't whiz it away. They're not committed to the process of being good. It feels like Otani is one of those guys that is committed to the process of being good so that you can feel good about, about your investment. And I don't know if the Angels are going to trade him. If they don't, they're crazy. They, they, did they, you hear that the owner, Artie Moreno? Yes. I don't want to be them. the guy. Yep. To tra- yeah. You're dumb if yeah. you don't now he, at here, this point. Here's the thing. Uh, I heard it, and I and I said, you know what? Because he doesn't want to be the guy that, like, hey, that traded Babe Ruth. He doesn't want to be the guy. Hey, I want to put on a play. He trades away, like, the, the, you know, historically one of the best, you know, most recognizable players in, in all sports, and Babe Ruth trades him away. He does. He's he's stuck with that in his head. If he already knows that he can't afford him, and the Dodgers are knocking at the door and and like hovering around the area because they want him and they have the money to pay for him. I would say cut your losses, get a bunch of players, because the next question is, can one guy make a difference? Can one guy? Because really, that's, that's you're paying yes. so much money. One guy. And I would point to one person as an example of how one guy does not. And it's they're on the same team. Mike Trout has universally been regarded as the best baseball player 
baseball has ever seen. Nah. Uh, listen, you think what you want. Best, uh, one of the best position players ever? One yes. of the best players in, in baseball history. Okay. That's the way it's been told to me. So but what, I'll run with the baseball guy's knowledge. And they found a guy better than him. Okay, so, so because can't this guy, even say that anymore guy, about Trout guy, because Otani's past him. Okay, good point. How many playoffs do you think Mike Trout has been in I, since the, the the last twelve years he's been in the league? It's either one or two series. One, yeah, it's one. It's one, right? So twelve years, you sit there and go. Before Otani was Otani. Like you had, and then you added Otani, and they still they they still can't do it. Well, you say it's coaching, it's this, it's bad luck, whatever. I just feel like having him is a piece to the puzzle, but he can't be the puzzle. Like he can't. There's not a player. He doesn't affect the game enough. They're not like he is be the one guy that is close enough where he can give you uh, starting pitching, he can give you hitting, and give you you know you can you can benefit from his skill set more than a pitcher. More than a designated hitter, they just don't impact. The, they don't have as many opportunities to impact the game. This guy, on the other hand, does. So maybe you tilt the scale a little bit more in his favor. But I think Mike Trout is the easy, most recent example of how the best player in baseball like doesn't guarantee you anything, as opposed to a quarterback who most definitely can. Well, I think the difference between the two is is that Mike Trout might have pitched one time in his life. The value that you're getting with Otani is way more than you're getting with Trout because let's say at worst, you're getting a guy who can hit 40 home runs and maybe you got to play him a DH a bunch, but you know in Fenway you can put him in left field and you don't have to worry about it. And Otani's played in the outfield before, but you've got three positions whether it's outfield DH or starting pitcher, that you can use this guy. And that's the diff- That's why there's a different level of value on this particular player because even if at worst he is a third starter that can give you 160 innings and get you 12 wins, let's say, but you know he's probably going to be more competitive than whatever the numbers might actually say, and he hits you 40 bombs, it's the best value in baseball. You almost look at it and say, if Trout is worth 40-some-odd million and this guy is also a starter, this dude should get $60 million a, a year. And if anything, the Angels should look at, man, we held on to Trout, look at what, what's happened. If that guy didn't have a broken handmate bone right now, I wonder if the Angels just look at it and say, F it. This is the only time we're going to have to completely restock our system or go get a bunch of young players. Let's trade them both. Let's reload. Moreno can then turn around and sell the team and do whatever the hell he wants to do. It's amazing that here it feels like we have to talk people into Otani, and on the other coast there's an owner that is petrified in trading Otani, even though his team's going to win 77 games or whatever. it, 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 It is interesting. Like just what that the 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 philosophy of the owner, and what he has decided to make important, like because he doesn't want egg on his face, so he's so nervous about being embarrassed of having this like come back to haunt him, that he rather just just let it end on its own instead of being proactive and getting something for him. Because if he already knows that he can't sign him, even if he even if he wants to. And he's like, he's trying to take out loans. 
He knows he can't sign him because he can't afford him. He doesn't have the money. He doesn't have the cash. He'd have to peel off of uh, uh, sell a piece of his team in order to afford him. Golden State Warrior type. Yeah, yeah. like uh, probably tougher and harder than that. I, I would. It would be he would get killed for it because it's not like this guy's going to fall off the face of the earth. He's still going to be good for at least three years. Will he win anything? I don't know. I have no idea if he wins. And the only way he's legitimately connected to Babe Ruth is if he wins a bunch of world championships. If he wins a bunch of world series, right? That's it. Well, that's what's next. And uh, look, uh, the legend of Otani in Japan, I don't think it can get any bigger, quite honestly. Uh, but think about it from a Red Sox standpoint. You would have Chris Sale arguably next year is your fifth starter. Because you got Bayo, you got uh, Whitlock, you got Hauk, you bring in Otani, and you had Sale. There's five starters, and if Chris Sale gets hurt, your rotation's not going to fall apart. Whereas it felt like, at least for a little bit, once Sale was out of there earlier this year, it was like, okay. Who's not and Bayo has stepped up and really grabbed that number one spot. 617-779-7937. Steve in the truck regression Fourier on Otani. Hello, Steve. Guys, I mean, I appreciate it, but how are you getting this guy and what are you paying him? You're gonna have to give him six hundred million over ten years. He's not gonna settle for less. And you're gonna have what do you think you're giving up for him? They're gonna want Bell Bayo. They're going to want a boatload for this guy. No, Steve, he's a free Steve, agent. Yeah, you get him in free agency at the end of the year. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen either. I, I tell you right now. Why? Because it's either the Yankees or the Dodgers. The Yankees aren't even in the picture. It's the Dodgers and the Mets. Yeah, I don't. I mean. I don't think the Mets are in the picture either. So, Steve, you've already decided. That, so, Steve, you've already decided the Red Sox are out of it yeah. because of other teams and that Otani wants $600 million. Yeah. All right, so and, if you build your own case that's going to defeat it, then then there you go. And how does he even say that the Mets don't want him when the Mets have the one owner that will spend ridiculously amounts of reckless money just so he can have feel the team? So that's really the real worry for me is I think the Red Sox could justify a half a billion dollar investment in Otani. The question is, does some other wacky nut in baseball say, nah, he's worth $650 million. Because that's where it's like, oh, my God. Isn't there an aspect of, uh, I'll just call it the Brady factor to this? Now, Brady goes to Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, instantly, uh, they raise ticket prices. They sell out. The valuation of the team skyrockets. Yep. Now, they win a Super Bowl in their first year. They go to the playoffs in, in the next two years. But, you know, it's a three-year deal. But just the fact of the valuation of your business skyrockets. So, you really have to – and I'm sure they did a whole cost evaluation. Is it worth it? Okay, if we pay him X amount of dollars, you know, and the, you add the tax to it, okay, how can we, we uh, recoup that money? But there, there are teams right now that are doing that analysis. Just like any other Fortune 500 company, if they decide to create a new, you know, uh, you know, a new, uh, you know, I don't know. Like but anything. here's what it is. You're looking for the cost-benefit analysis. You're yeah. looking for what's it going to cost me, but what am I really, truly going to be able to get out of it? And that's where I think the, the marketing possibilities are endless, especially 
if you want to be able to go to Japan and pull some money out of that uh, country. The 401 says, Gresh, what happens when he gets hurt? Every time the Sox make a splash, it bites them. See John Lackey, David Price, Chris Sale. Here's all I'll say about Otani is that the guy had or had a Tommy John issue and all he did was DH and hit like 25 bombs with it. You're Everybody's going to run the risk. How about this? There is not a team in baseball that can avoid the risk that comes with Shohei Otani. The question is, are you willing to deal with that risk? And I just think he's now a one-size-fits-all type guy in specific to the Red Sox needs. Starter, if, um, outfielder, hitter, isn't, it's a perfect marriage. I know we got a break, but we'll get back to this when we come back because there is a, even a Patrick Mahomes kind of like, you know, comp if you really want to use that. Oh, my. Mahomes and Otani. 